Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. On Wednesday, we heard from two coaches and two players. Let's start out with Bobby Wagner, who spoke about his first interception in two years, which he got against the Niners last weekend. I didn't realize that in since. And then a lot of people say I get a lot of picks um, versus San Fran. So um, it was nice to get my, my hands on the ball. Um, it was actually funny because uh, they ran that same play or, or a similar play. Um, I think it was like play 16 um, of the, the game we played down there. And it was the exact same play, uh, different receivers. Though I think down there was number 11. This one was number 81. I think they thought Jamal was coming this time, and it was Brooks the last time. And so, you know, I recognized it and backed up and got it this time. Looking ahead to this weekend's matchup with the Houston Texans, Wagner spoke about the two quarterbacks the team is preparing to play. It is not clear whether it's going to be rookie Davis Mills or Terod Taylor starting this weekend. I think from um, a scheme perspective, uh, they're pretty much the same, but obviously uh, Tyrod has a uh, ability to run. Um, they have a little bit more um, uh, zone reads and, and things where he can keep the ball. Um, they run it with uh, um, the other guy, but you know he's not going to keep it too much. And it's not really designed for him to keep it. It's more so for... Um, you know, when we're falling asleep, he'll he'll keep it just to keep us honest. But, you know, I think that's the biggest defense. But as far as the routes and, and what they're looking for, um, it's pretty much the same. Wrapping up Bobby's press conference, here's what he said about his confidence in safety. Ryan Neal, who's going to be starting now that Jamal Adams is out for the season. We're very confident because, um, you know, we kind of had this situation happen last year with Jamal. Um, unfortunately, he missed some games and Ryan, Ryan came in and, and uh, you know, uh, showed he's a baller and, you know, which is, you know, the reason why he's playing a lot more this year because of because because of that. And so, um, you know, we're confident in Ryan. We understand that he got he can do the job and, um, you know, we still got Mr. Mo. And speaking of Ryan Neal, he was the other defensive player on the podium on Wednesday. Here's what he had to say about the opportunity to be the starting strong safety for the rest of the season. Well, first off, I do want to say, you know, you hate seeing something like this happen to somebody who works extremely hard at their craft, um, gives it everything, is very passionate. Uh, and to have that happen to him again, um, it sucks. It's a, it's, it's, it's a big blow. Um, you're losing a special guy like that who means a lot to everybody on the team. And um, fortunately, it's the second <laughs> time this happened in kind of a similar fashion, which is crazy. But for me, it's just the same thing. You know, just step in, be accountable, be there for the people around me, be there for my team. You know, the defense, the coaches, everything. You know, of course, it's an opportunity for me, but it ain't even about me. You know what I mean? It's about everybody else, and how can we keep this thing rolling in the direction that we got it? So my whole mindset is step in, do my job, do it to the best of my ability to help us win games, and that's just how I'm looking at it. Of course, this will not be Neal's first time starting. He did start with Jamal out with injury last season. Here's what he said about the importance of his four starts from last year in preparing for this new challenge. Well, first and foremost, it gave me experience. You know, before that, I never played in the NFL game before as a starter, you know what I mean, full time. Um, and it taught me a lot of things. I learned a lot from the game then. Uh, things happen fast. You got to be ready to rock and roll. And, you know, in those four games, I had to just, you know, had to had to figure it out real quick. And I had to rely on the guys around me. Um, you know, having KJ last year was huge. You know, he was a guy I heavily relied on to learn what was going on and the movements and everything. And, but the difference this time around is I had the experience. I had the experience. I've been playing this year 
you know, a little bit in dime packages and stuff like that. So for me, it's just nothing but another play I get to play. You know what I mean? And um, way more confident this time around stepping into it. You know what I mean? It's not a shock to me. It may be a shock to, you know, everybody else, but it's not a shock to me. You know what I mean? I'm just here to come in and do my job. So that's what last year gave me. Now, obviously, Neil and Jamal aren't the same player, but Neil says he has been modeling his game after Adams in preparation for this exact situation. Even when we was in practice, when we walked through, I shadowed him and everything he does, um, just even getting tips and advice from him. And, um, you know, you do want to get, of course, you get advice from a guy like that. That's an all-pro pro bowler we're talking about. So going over his house, always in his ear. What does he see? How does he see it? And, you know, the one thing I the one thing is this, man, I'm not Jamal. You know what I mean? That's a special kid with special talent. I'm Ryan Neal. So Ryan Neal's going to do what Ryan Neal's going to do. But in that fact, to your question, um, I really hope that me shadowing him and learning from behind him can help us remain having that flexibility in our defense and stuff like that. And I have to shy away from anything that we've been doing, you know, so that's the hope that I can give the coaches and hopefully they can trust me to do the job. So. And here's what defensive coordinator Ken Norton Jr. had to say about Neil filling in for Adams. I think everybody knows how much of an impact Jamal's made on this team, as well as our defense. You can't really replace a guy like that. And there's no doubt energy, uh, his enthusiasm is, uh, is what he brings to the team and how hard he works. Uh, and I, you can't replace him. Uh, obviously, Ryan has been in this position before. He's really stepped up and done a really good job. Uh, but we'll miss Jamal, there's no doubt. We also heard from head coach Pete Carroll on Wednesday. Let's hear what he had to say coming up next. The Seattle Seahawks are back on the road at taking on the Houston Texans on Sunday. Pete Carroll met with the Seattle area media on Wednesday, and he spoke at length about the Adams injury and his state of mind. As you guys heard, Jamal Adams is going to have surgery, uh, I think it's tomorrow, on his shoulder. And unfortunately, he got hit just just the wrong way. And, and uh, you know, he's going to have to get fixed up. He's been through this before. And, uh, you know, he's really rocked by it, of course. But, um, you know, we're all pulling for him to come out and, and, and get out of this thing, get back as soon as possible. But really disappointed for him uh, as well as us. He was really emotional about it uh, last night and, uh, you know, just because it means so much to him to keep playing and he's been through this before and to have to you know, go through it again. <clears throat> um, you know, it's just, he, he was much, you know, much uh, more forward thinking, I think this morning, you know, and, and, and the notes that I got from him. And, and uh, um, so he's going to make the most of it. Pete also talked about whether or not the scheme will change with Neil playing instead of Adams. They're, they're a little bit different uh, style, you know, kind of athletically, but um all throughout the time we've been together, they've been kind of Ryan's been pattern patterning himself, you know, to play the the position the same same fashion, you know, whether it's pressuring or covering or whatever, and uh, so it doesn't it won't change us at all in, in in what we're trying to do. With Adams out, they may be challenged at depth at safety, and so Pete Carroll said they might consider bringing in former Seahawks safety Bradley McDougal to help out. There's a couple things that we're doing internally, yeah. And we've, you know, we obviously we check the wire. We look about, you know, what other options there are and all of that. But immediately, because our guys are in the, in the meeting rooms with them, with us, uh, you know, we got to make our adjustments there. It's fortunate that, like we said, that Ryan could take over immediately and jump in there. The ability that Brad McDougal could come back as a free agent, right? He, he's one of the names that we went through. You know, and we, we talked about. Him. Looking ahead to the Texans game, here's what Carroll had to say about the team's two quarterbacks. 
It's really smooth. It throws the ball really nice. Uh, he's got you know, a good enough arm to throw everything. He throws the whole offense. Um, he's moved well enough. Uh, and when he's when he's taken off, he's still you know a young guy trying to figure it out. Um, Tyrod's been around a lot. You know, played a lot of football. So there's a difference in the background and the history. But um, you know, uh, David's done. He's done a nice job. You know, he, you can see he he can play the position. He's not struggling at all. He gets the ball out of his hands well uh, when you pressure him and things like that. So he's not getting hit. Um, you know, like some the young guys can get banged around, and so he's he's done okay. And here were Pete's comments on the Texans' defense. Lovey's got them really flying around. They're, they've got a real attack mode mentality, and uh, that always has a chance to be disruptive. And the defense that really starts up front with them and the way they come off the football and attack the line of scrimmage is like some it's, uh, Lovey goes all the way back to his, his Tampa days, you know, and, and I think as, as I see it. And, and uh, um, the scheme is similar where it was always built around the guys up front attacking. And uh, they're very aggressive, and so they make things happen, you know. One key component going up against that Texans front will be running back Alex Collins, who Carroll says is healthy. Yeah, matter of fact, he, he, he was ready to go. He feels better. The week off really did make a difference for him. And so uh, that, that's, that was the idea that maybe we could you know, gain a little bit if we held him out. And uh, so far, from when we talked uh, this morning, he, he feels considerably better. So he he'll, has a chance to be really active in this game plan. And lastly... I'm sure those of you who watched the Monday night football game between the Patriots and Bills, where the Patriots attempted just three passes. I know I know when you saw that, you knew that Pete Carroll would love that game. And if that was your thought, you would be right. I really like that game. Yeah, I like that game a lot. You know, I've been in that situation a couple times and back there. And, and uh, you know, I watched that game you know, kind of intently because I wanted to see if they could pull it off, you know, and, and, and hang with it. And, and I thought Bill did a marvelous job, you know, of just playing the elements and, and knowing how, knowing how the game was going. I thought he ebbed it really well in, in that, you know, he stayed with it and kind of kept it at the edge. And I, I thought it was a really masterful job, but both, both teams played for it, you know, and, uh, but, um, you know, it reminds me of the Marv Levy days when we used to play there. And, and when when Marv would go into the wind, he'd be in two tight ends, two backs, run the ball up the middle and not even try to score. You know, just make sure that you made it through. Then the wind would, just, you know, he'd shift with the wind and boom, here you go after, you know. And so he wasn't, uh, uh, Coach Belichick didn't go that way. I mean, he went to, to the extreme with it. And, and uh, But he knows as well as anybody that's ever coached this game about the, the factor of the football. You know, they're great at not giving the ball up, and they've been for years and years and years. It's always been at the heart of it. And uh, I thought that was an incredible illustration of that. And and he played off his defense really well. I, mean, I, I thought it was a really cool game. I, I love that one. It's, a, it's one for the coaches. Closing out the show with a few other injury notes from the Seahawks' Wednesday practice. Damian Lewis looks good to go for this week, according to Pete which I don't even know what that means anymore, considering how much Pete Carroll has lied to us about injuries this year. Brandon Shell won't practice this week, but Carroll said the team is not planning to put him on injured reserve. So he may be out this week, but not a long-term injury for Shell. We'll see how that goes. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. I'm going to be recording with Phil Lydic and Clinton Bonner as we do our three-in, three-out preview show against the Texans. That will be coming up in your podcast feed next. So until then, so stay tuned for that. And until then, go Hawks.